Welcome to our latest bizarre edition of Dystopian Hot Dog. My name's Tam Ryan. And I'm Marvin Dickinson. And uh, we're, 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 we're separate. For the first time, we're not together to do the podcast because of that fucking Hitler, basically. Yeah, Hitler's uh, Hitler's done for us, mate, hasn't he? Both sat in a car, though, bizarrely, aren't we? Except my car is based in a driveway uh, just outside Poulton the Fylde. And, and mine is in Fullwood Preston. Yeah, that's hospital, right. So, so that's handy. When we say Hitler as well, just for anyone who hasn't listened to previous episodes, we've, we've, we've decided that Hitler is the virus, haven't we? Well, I'm not sure. You say decided. I, I would say proved. He's back and he's uh, he, he, he's basically wiping out the entire fucking planet, isn't he, Hitler? Yeah, I'm wondering if he's merged with Shipman, though, because he's going for the old ones. Because Hitler in the past didn't give a fuck anyone went, didn't it, really? Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, maybe he's had some time in in purgatory just to think about his his actual targets, and maybe he's a more dangerous beast than he was in 1945. That's the worry. And, and the only other thing he's springing to my mind now is if he if he is focusing on the older ones, it's the older ones that might have been around in 1945 that foiled him in the background in the back in the uh, yeah in the past. It may, I mean. It's a it's a vengeful mission then, as much as anything uh, for a post afterlife. For, for Adolf Hitler. Mate, scary times, scary times. I mean, the, the flavour of this podcast has been sort of a light-hearted, anarchic swipe at current events, and usually... Frothy, frothy racism, I'd, I'd have classed it as that. <laughs> There's a sense of that. Yeah, we don't do malevolent racism. We do frothy racism, which yeah. is like hopefully, hopefully funny racism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hang on, I think I've dug a hole for myself here. Yeah, I think you I might gonna, have done. I was going to say, I was going to call it a black hole, but then immediately we've gone down some kind of racist intergalactic sort of time war <laughs> we've racism, fa- we've which fallen. is a new type of racism. Well, maybe that's the, we are the podcast that invents new angles on racism uh, to make exactly. it frothy, intergalactic and less threatening or divisive. Yeah, right, it's, exactly, and you're right, usually we have just sort of like a, a colourful sideways look at what's going on in the news, don't we? But now... Well, there's there's one thing going on in the news. Uh, things being kept out of the headlines. Floella Benjamin's become a dame. Like, she? Yes, she has. And and I'm, I don't blame you for not knowing know. this because that's been lost along the way, hasn't it? Johnson did not include that in his address to the nation last night. And I think that sums up what a shit house he is, really. Yes. Notably, his address to the nation last night uh, was pre-recorded just so he could get all the, the uh, rambling crap out of his voice, which which generally dominates any presentation. Did uh, he not go live with it? No, it wasn't. I'm fairly convinced it wasn't live. It didn't look a live right. scenario, did it? I reckon that was about take 28. Well, I did sense that he did a couple of those, you know, those swallows. You know, when it's not going right on stage and you just feel a little bit of nerves creep up round to your throat. Yes. And um, I just sensed he did a couple of those. That's why I thought it was live. Well, look, uh, w- once again, th- the-, the familiar theme that we've got with Dystopian Hot Dog, for any new listeners we may or may not pick up, is that most of what we say is completely unsubstantiated. There's very little fact-based information coming at you. But the beauty of, but the beauty of what you've said there, Tam, is that we have no facts to start off with, mm. but what we end up with is... Facts, yeah, facts, you indisputable know. facts. Hitler was basically the coronavirus now with seemingly with Shipman. Yeah, what surprises me, though, the Russians have been very fucking quiet. The Russians have been quiet. And there's presenting evidence that they know more 
or perhaps that that they are fueling Hitler. Let's just say there is there is the Russians are Hitler's SO garage. Put in there for for a Costa. Do they do Costa in this particular SO garage? Um, I'm, I'm, I imagined Costa Pepper Army base snacks. A pact has been drawn up on the quiet. Listen, we all know the SO garage has storerooms, and nobody yeah, nobody's been yeah. in the SO garage storeroom. So what sort of underhand shit is going in there? Reminds me of the oh my god, uh, you know the the see the famous scene in Pulp Fiction where Willis is in the gun store uh, on Zed's motorbike, and suddenly downstairs there's this com- some kind of gimp sex dungeon that nobody knew about. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what dictators are using the SO garage as a bunker, for want of a better word. That's a right. A bunker for protection and planning. The, the techs have come around the corner from me. Is Putin in there? He's gone quiet. We don't know, do we? Well, I'd have thought uh, Putin would have had an opinion on things. He, once again, deathly quiet. But he sent the lions out. Whilst we're pussyfooting around whether to bring about lockdown, mm. there's a thing gone around, and I don't know if it's true, but 200 lions have been released onto the streets of Moscow. It's not a bad idea, is it? Right up my street, that. Yeah. I would... <laughs> I fucking love that idea. Because you talk Cause about losing... dispersing groups. A lion's going to do that job, isn't he? A lion will disperse a group. I mean, why they haven't been used to do this in previous times, I've no idea. No. Remember back in Euro 2000, the, the tournament out in Belgium and France, I think it was played, or was it Belgium and Holland where the water cannon was targeted at the England fans in Charlois. That's right. Water cannon blasting them. And it did blast them. It sent them back a good 15 yards, but they got up and walked away. If the lion had been employed then, would have finished the Stella and cleared off. Indeed. Well, they might see. They might not have even finished the Stella. There's the Prestonite in you, Marvin. A lion's hurtling yep. towards me. Hang on, there's half a Stella here. It's eight yeah. quid in Belgium. I was still in the bar yeah. in 2000, looking at the lion, eye to eye, Prestonian to African, saying to him, hang fire, Lenny, I've got half a Stella here, I'm going to neck this and fuck off. There's no need for your teeth like that, so just relax. And there's, there's a pepper army over there, because Hitler didn't want that from the SO garage. Go and punch on that, Shipman's got skips, have a go on them. <laughs> Going back to lions as a as a very productive way of dis, dispersing groups, we've got. A, yeah. I mean, we had a pesky group of teenagers hanging outside our londis. All you want to do is buy some milk or bread. It's quite yeah. an intimidating situation. You throw a lion into that scenario. Nothing. Nothing will shit a hoodie up like a lion. Mm. My yeah. nana told me that for years. Yeah. Years, mate. Yeah, I think I read it in a fortune cookie. Marvin, we, we are men with children. We are now forced into a lockdown situation. The schools oh, are closed. We are educating, or at least we're trying to educate our children with no teacher qualifications... With no, no real preparation, and I'm not moaning about the situation, I'm just explaining the reality. How are you coping exactly. with that? Uh, I'll be honest, the, the little girl, it's a breeze. You took anything at her, she takes it on board, she's fine. The little lad, on the other hand, 
not easy, mate. No. Not easy. Right. He's, he's, tr- he's treating me like the supply teacher, basically. He's taking the piss. He's answering back. Yeah. He's doing all the tricks. There's lethargy. There's a lack of interest. Yep. <laughs> it's not happening, mate, to be honest. It's but, not happening yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, familiar. A very familiar scene. My wife, uh, God bless her, is magnificent. We had such a magnificent I morning. I thought you were going to say she died then. When you said my wife, God bless her. Yeah, she it sounded like it sound it did sound like an obituary, but no, she's fine. Yeah, and thank because, Christ she is, because the education yeah. facility is basically being propped up by one member of our parenting unit and it's not me. I knew that we were gonna do the Joe Wicks PE thing on Monday morning. But Sunday night I'd got that dramatically depressed with unfolding events. I was just eyeing up this bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. She'd gone to bed at half ten, in full knowledge that the first day of school was happening in the morning. What you should do then is go to bed. I've, yes, of course. That's what I should at do. At 10.30, your, your other half's in bed. It's a yeah. tough time for the country. Yeah. You should go to bed and prepare for the first day of school. The whole bottle went together with uh, a couple of bottles of Bud and... No easy way to say The supply teacher at half past two in the morning was still on the couch, still watching Sky News, except now he was pissed. Pissed as well as scared. There was a late night tab involved as well, because that's sometimes what I do. That's a bit of a secret late night tab thing that I've got going on. But you're forgiven if during this time you've done some really detailed lesson plans. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do didn't do any of that. But what I did do, I knew that it was very important to get up. So I did get up at, at, at quarter to eight, which wasn't easy. I had a very heavy head and I put my Joe Wicks gear on and then we started and then I, I missed the stretching because I was late to the lounge. I felt a tightness in my groin and I then felt a rumbling in my stomach and I limped right. off to the bathroom and I, I was sick. So you've not made it through basically the PE session that's set up for children is what you're saying. That's right. Because what I a, tacked a... it with relish, Marv. With relish. I went for it. But I, I overcompensated for my, for my lack of basic skills as a human being. I then went back to bed whilst the morning lessons commenced, taken wow. by wow. Louise. And then got up, still smelling a wine and now vomit. Very lucky to be employed. Only because there's no other possible option am I holding this job down. So you were saying the other day that your parents are still sort of breaking the curfew. Well, I don't think he is now, Dave. I think Dave has stopped in his tracks by the... Because it's gone up a notch in the last 48 hours, hasn't it? It's yeah. It's gone up a notch. Yeah, it has gone up. But yeah, the, yeah, two days ago, he was he was bobbing round. He was dropping off bits of cereal and that and milk on the front doorstep. Dad, you're over 70. You've been told to stay indoors for three months. Hmm. You've not been told to go to the spa and get bran flakes, you dickhead. That's right. No, you're right, mate. And and do you know what strikes me about this? Isn't this a brilliant reversal? Because there was a time, I'm yeah. guessing, in your life where your dad was yelling at you for going out. And now, when you're staying yeah, in, you're yelling at your own parents. It's the yin-yang. 
of yeah. adolescence yeah. and adulthood, isn't yeah. it? But he's, um, what was I going to say then? Well, it's hard for me to help you. Well, it is hard because we're not even in the same room now, are we? No, you, you, we haven't even got that thing where we can just tell what it might have been. because Because no. we are very much like Shearer and Sutton, aren't we? We can work off each other and we can help each other in a tight spot. We can, but... but because I, cause I'm 20, year, 20 miles away, I'm not 20 years away. <laughs> Marvin has got that panic. Right, that's not even 20 years ago, that's 30 years ago. See, yeah. the math has been shite with Harvey, to be honest. But it's interesting you bring up time travel. Imagine, right, imagine a scenario, right, where someone's granted you three wishes of time travel and your last wish is 2020. And you just landed oh. in this... Fa- oh. And you're thinking, where the fuck is everyone? You can see telly's on, but no one's what? coming out. No one's answering your call. Yeah, and, and if you thought, hang on, I'll just nip in this boozer to have a think while I can't see anyone. You yeah. go to push the black yeah. ball door yeah. open. Oh, the black ball's and... shut. Fair enough. They might be struggling. Let's nip round the corner to the Miller's Arms. Hang on. So it's almost like a fake apocalypse, isn't it? Like a living hell for someone. It's so not for the like adventurer. the films, though, mate, is it? It's so not like the films. If you watch any apocalyptic film, there's... There's a handsome bastard in there. Yeah. There's, there's a strong woman. They're all trying yep. to sort it out. Yeah. And and in amongst it all, there's there's great acting. There's subplot. There's plot. It's all going on. Whereas the reality is, is that we're just washing our hands and sitting down. <laughs> and the the apocalyptic outfit. I would have imagined mine to be something akin to Breaking Bad, where you, we have to wear big masks. But our apocalyptic outfit. Lounge pants, vest. Got me slippers on, and, and I thought I would be. You know that two thirds of the way through at ET, where all the shit hits the fan, and NASA turn up at the house, and they're all in those fucking suits. <laughs> I thought we'd be in that by now. <laughs> it's just lounge pants and and fools and horses. Yeah, because that's the, what it is. Because like you say, the apocalypse. When you think of any apop- apocalyptic scenario, I nearly said Acapulco. When you think. Yeah. Of the apocalypse in Acapulco. What well, the Mexicans have got, you know, from the previous episode, they've got their exploding hammers. Imagine if you're a Mexican now, you'd be turning, you've gone full circle on the wall, haven't you? You'd be going to Donald. Oh. But Donald, build the fucking wall, for Christ's sake. Build that fucking get... wall. Yeah, we are. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Yeah, we're all ready. Yeah, get, you know, get them up, get it up. Higher, higher. Build the wall higher. Higher, higher, Mr. Trump, because Trump's been fucking outrageous, hasn't he? Like you seen last week, when all about malaria tablets. Yes. Claiming that this, these malaria tablets were the answer. And he's going after, and, and using words like, yeah, I fancy our chances. Look like he's betting on a horse in the derby. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he's going on the eight to, the eight to one whiskey hot riders. Yeah, yeah, she'll do well. She's been training well. She's, you know, she's finished in the top three in the last six outings. We're not about a fucking pandemic yeah. here, Donald. Yeah. Put all the resources. Put all the resources on the eight to one shot. Put everything on air. But the guy, the, the medical guy in the background, he just has to step forward every time with a pa- dustpan and shovel. Just wiping his shit up. Yeah. Like that. Nah, like literally saying, no, there's, there's no evidence whatsoever. Yeah. Donald, this will shut work. up. No. Trump's, in, Trump's in the background pulling that face as if to say, yeah, I beg to differ. I yeah. to disagree. And he's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with no backup. And, and, and also, Donald, right, just because you say something twice doesn't make it true. 
Yeah, and he's always happy to turn it into like a war conversation. Isn't he? We will defeat this we, um, with America's scientific mm. might. He yeah. loves those those warlike sayings, doesn't he? He loves it. Well, he does. He does. And in fairness, our esteemed leader kind of takes a very similar Churchillian approach to it, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, like it, it seems to chinchilla. be very, very similar. I didn't yes. think I'd mention. Which other podcast would you get chinchillas and lions mentioned in the same podcast? Chinchillas. This is what makes us unique, mate. You're right. You're right. It's a refreshing take. We haven't gone sort of natural kind of uh, a Radio 5 take on things, have we? Because that's a surprise, that. Yeah. <laughs> It is a, it's a shock. It's a genuine shock to our listeners that we've got not become more factual and dry in our delivery. <laughs> yeah. In our content. But I know I was going to say about Trump as well, though, because he's of that generation. You know, you hear these people who are like maybe early 70s and they're going about, you know, it's the British spirit, isn't it? You know, it's like being, it's like the Blitz. It's like the Blitz. You were nowhere near the fucking Blitz, mate. Mm. You're, 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 you're 70. You, you were born years after the blitz took place and i think if 70 year olds are always like this we'll see it in another say 80 years time when someone that's born 10 years after the coronavirus year 2100 they'll be going yeah it's like back in the day where we defeated the coronavirus you weren't around that yeah yeah but don't 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 disturb my point i'm making here i'm 70 and i've got a fucking opinion it's like when we defeated the coronavirus you weren't around mate shut up yes it's very true mate what I find that I look at the scientists' faces when they have to refer to him very deferentially as Mr. President. Uh, and there's all sorts of bullshit going on, isn't it, in the crossovers? It's the same with ours. Thank you. Thank you, Prime Minister. Thank you, Mr. President, for just waffling bullshit for the last five minutes. Uh, here's the yeah. real information. It, it's, it, 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 it's troubling. Yeah, and it's a surprise they've not brought us in. It's early days, pal, isn't it? And, you know, when we get, hopefully, this rapid-fire series of coronavirus special podcasts out there and really fulfil our brief as informers to a panicking globe, this will probably go more international. Trying it's, out for this shit in Singapore, mate. It's a matter of time, pal, isn't it? But can you imagine, you know, we talked about the kids earlier on, that there's... Imagine how much telly you'd watch now if you didn't have kids. You feel a bit cheated as a dad, don't you, with the kids at home? I do, mate. And and as much as you love them, they're getting in the fucking way right now because yeah. I'm not enjoying my lockdown experience as much as I could be. Yeah. yeah. We've tried unsuccessfully to bring bedtime forward now to half past six. But all that happens there is they come down every two minutes. So yeah. so that's just not that, that's not happening. But you do need a break. Now, before, you'd have salvation of going to a public house or just popping around to see your mate. That's off the table now, isn't it? So perhaps it's up to us to come up with some new inventive leisure schemes that we can do in our house. I'm, I might go in the loft tonight just for a sit. Just go and sit and look at stuff. Have, have you got much light up there? Is it dark? No, or? it's quite dark. I, I'm out of options, pal. Unless I dig, I dig oh, a yeah. hole. I might, you know, maybe dig in a hole or something. I'm, I'm just trying to find the place of solitude. Tell you what, at the moment, there's no such thing as a straightforward wank. <laughs> this is very true. The wanking community is not getting any news feed whatsoever. We're here for you, Nothing. wankers out there. We are here for you because we feel. Well, uh, I'll be careful. I phrase it. We. We empathise with you. We're in the same boat here. 
And, and if anyone's got any anyone's got any ideas again about any ideas that could be put forward to how you know how to slip one off the wrist with, mm. without the family discovering, because because you're already on a slippery slope because you're. Uh, the pissed up supply well, teacher. I'm if pissed, they, if yeah. they find out that the supply teacher goes off and knocks one out as well yeah. in the house, then that's 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 not going to be easy to recover from. But the, the thing is, you know when, I mean, you've touched upon something there. People say there's no secrets in our marriage. There's no secret. Yes, there fucking is, right? Yes, there is. And I'll tell you it something else. It. It's coming out. It's all coming out. There's going to be a real test on relationships. We're in day two already. Day two. She's already discovered that I like a late night fag. Now, I've been keeping yeah. that a sort of closely guarded secret. Not anymore. It's out there. You're going to yeah. find out stuff about your partner. And it works both ways. You're going to find out stuff about your partner Absolutely. you Mate, didn't want on, to know. We're on day eight at this side. Yeah. We're on day eight. Oh, well, you're ahead of the game, mate. You're yeah. ahead of the game. I'm like ahead of the curve. Like Italy's ahead of the curve of us in terms of number of deaths. I'm ahead of you on the curve in terms of number of deaths I wish to have been in our household. Because <laughs> it's not been easy. Because if they all went away, all the people in my house, I would be able to really get stuck into better call soul and and have a peaceful wank. Because those things are important. They're important for everyone. But when you're in the family way, in the family unit, and you've got the 4.2 children, and you, no, 2.4 children, you don't want that many, 2.4 children, you've got all of that, those moments where the girl goes out shopping or she says, I might go and see me mate. And you, at the moment, have to look a slightly disappointed. Things, but ultimately, you the two things that relieved. women do, shopping and visiting the mates. Yeah, that's, that's all right. they do, that's, isn't that's it? That's all they shopping, shopping and visiting the friends. <laughs> well, I'm... Tom said that, not Marvel. <laughs> no, hang on, but you, you crystallised it into a point that I was like... Anyway, look, look. The point is, you've, as a so you've, bloke... You've got fit fake disappointment that she's leaving the house exactly you receive that information you go oh that's horrible isn't it all right well you have a good time babe what and then you ask really tenderly at the end what time do you think you'll be back you can then plan your four hour shit how many hours of sport can i watch yeah will i do, do i go film or do i watch a couple of episodes of a box set yeah not one out um, um, knock one out, maybe knock another one out later on. You can pace your night. You can pace your night and you can pace your personal pleasure. And they're all very important for men. That's gone. That that gone, situation mate. has now gone. We are in and new territory. About, yeah, and Johnson's talking about over 70s and shielding people with existing conditions. He is not doing anything for the man who wants a night in by himself, watching sport, drinking Peroni and masturbating. He's done nothing, nothing for that group of people. And it's a significant group of people. So, again, your, your ideas and suggestions are, are more than welcome. Love my wife to bits. Sometimes I'm giving her a look which says, why don't you have an early night tonight? I'm sure she's thinking the same for me. I'm not sure that, that women, when we leave the house, I'm not sure that women then think about sport, lager and masturbating. Well, no, I the... don't think women do that. <laughs> no, all right. How much of a shot would that be? If you came home and you walked into the living room and the horse racing is on, <laughs> she's drinking a can of Carlsberg and she's got the iPad open, smashing one through. How much of a shot would that be? 
to find your missus watching the horse racing, drinking lager, and fingering herself. I'd applaud that. Yeah, oh, I think we would. You'd stand there and you'd applaud that, wouldn't you? And also the multitasking as well, because I would isolate all those activities. But if she's organised enough to put all of that together in the same five minutes of entertainment. She's a woman. What else have we got on Corona Land? Uh, my new habit is reading the number of deaths just before bed, you know, just to really help with my dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird, you know, I do, it will unsurprise it's you. Bizarre, isn't it, what it's done to us. I do the same thing and I look at the curves. It's almost like I'm a like yeah. I'm a like a like a shit data analyst. And I think, oh, Spain are creeping up. Like like a really crap death race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, Spain are pissing this right now. But if you look at Spain, I mean, they're on about Madrid beating Italy on its own. Yeah. That's unbelievable. But bringing it back to Hitler, as we try to do in every podcast episode, have you seen the figures for Germany? Unbelievable. If there's ever, if you ever wanted any more evidence that devils spawn a Hitler, king of the motherland, was in charge of this thing. Look at Germany's numbers. Look at Germany's numbers. Because rate of infection, up there. Right up there. Mortality right up there. rate, incredible. Yeah, if you're going to play a game of coronavirus top trumps in years to come, yeah. what a card Germany Which we'll all, which we'll all be doing. We'll all be doing that. You'd want right. Germany straight away, wouldn't you? And, and it's interesting that Germany, often so strong in so many areas of life, be it football, car production... Porn, uh, invasions, um, sausage production, yeah, um, mustaches. They're right up there in so many key areas of life. And even now with this, they fucking choose to be up there. Unbelievable. <laughs> Have you seen that Harvey Weinstein's got coronavirus? I have seen it. I think he's so powerful still that he has basically had an option when he signed his contract to go to jail. I don't know if you sign contracts to go to jail. You probably don't. But, but for the purposes of this story, we do. So when he signed his contract to go to jail, he, there's a box there, 20 years of being locked up, giving the life that he's had, mate, where he could walk into anywhere in the world because he was so powerful he could walk into any conversation in any setting in any bar or on any yacht in the fucking world yeah and now he's reduced to a man who lives in a cell so he's had a box to tick there he can have 20 years of frustration and regret in a cell or tick this box and adolf will visit you in the next fortnight and it's done i've got to stop you there's there's um there's some police coming down our road with their blues and twos going. Down your road? Yeah, just passing me now. There's two of them. And wow. they're pulling up outside the neighbour's house right now as we speak. Hang on. Is Hitler in their house? I don't know. They've literally pulled up. There's two of them. And they've pulled up Mate, outside is... my neighbour's house. This is a Come live on, is situation. This, five, this is our five live moment. This is us doing five lives. They're now, right, they're getting out of the car. There's two Rosses. I'm hoping they're not going to walk towards me, but they might be. And they are, they are, they've passed my house. That's a relief. Right. Are they, are they're they walking, going your car? They're walking up the street. Uh, there's more getting out. There's more people. There's four coppers getting out. Wow, I, I'm not quite sure what's going on, mate. Uh, they're walking up the street. I'm looking. Hang on. Two, 
Three doors up. All right, three doors up. They're knocking on a door. I don't remember two riot vans ever being down here on this quiet little suburban cul-de-sac. Suddenly, the no. one day I choose to sit in my car to do an impromptu podcast with my Preston-based friend, two riot vans in a cul-de-sac. The police haven't got enough on the plate with enforcing the lockdown, so... Give them a bit extra to deal with. Maybe yeah. set fire to your shed or something like that. While the rosers are here, I might consider that. Yeah, go, mate, go around all the houses on the street and basically say, let's get our taxpayers' money's worth here yeah. and let's give them all something to do. So yeah. put in a load of crimes in a, in a bobble hat and get them all to draw out a crime. <laughs> One of them might be wank on your drive. <laughs> and it, and... Is that a crime if it's your drive? I think it is. Yeah, you're probably right. So there you go. That's the first uh, in what's hopefully going to be a series of coronavirus-dominated episodes of Dystopian yeah. Hot Dog, Marvin. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to think of myself as Robert Peston on this, the journalist, and I think you're... You're like more seasoned, more like John Simpson, real grounded voice on these issues. I oh, like that. I'll take a bit of Simpo. We've cracked off one or two things here. I, I think the other thing that I didn't mention during the episode was my idea for the soap opera that can come off the back of this. Instead of Coronation Street, Corona Virus Nation Street. Would you still have yeah. the cat sort of curling up on a chimney top in a suburban street? Absolutely, but there are bodies in the background. Yeah, just just adorning the streets, like a kind of like a Middle Eastern war zone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think I think our, our northwest working class soap operas are lacking a bit of that edginess of of death on the streets. So I'll, I'm happy to leave the the, the 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 bodies on the streets for the opening credits. Fantastic. And what's so. going to be the thrust of the narrative in this uh, in this in this new soap opera? Well, I, I think. Everything that you usually see in a soap opera, a bit of slapstick silliness when it comes to Coronation Street. Yeah. People having domestic arguments like on EastEnders. Uh, a bit of eye candy like in uh, Hollyoaks. So you might have the, 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 the younger people, like how are they surviving with coronavirus through Instagram? Yes. Um, so all these different things can be brought together into one soap opera yeah. called Coronavirus nation coronation coronavirus nation street yeah brilliant and i'm happy to see characters that have been killed off brought back to tell the characters who are going to die because of the virus mm. in the program what heaven is like is it is it a place where you're constantly on holiday yeah is it a place where you still have to go to work and all the jobs are shit yeah um is it is it a place where you don't have sex? Is it a place where there's no such thing as a KFC? All the key questions that everyone's asked about heaven for years, really. Yeah, is there a, K a KFC? That's a prominent yeah. one, isn't it? That comes. It is a big one. Comes up because we all know that Saint Peter was a vegetarian. Uh, no answers. More questions. Raise your cup of tea, dunk your jammy dodger, listen to Hot Dog, and we'll see you in the next step. Love to all. We'll see you next time.